0: All right. We're back for another good show. Look, uh, uh, Damaged wow. Blue. You know, I've been one to call out people for faking the funk. I know Rachel Dozio has everybody uh, thinking about the NAACP and whether or not their leader was really white or not. Um, but I was the first one over at Hollywood Unlocked to call this person out that I got to talk about. Sean King, you know, he has become Uh, the Black folks Messiah on social media because he can find every dead body that a white man is killed uh, with a Black man not having a gun and putting on his social media. Now, I'm not to say that he hasn't done good things, but Sean King, I have said at Hollywood (laughs) Unlocked, needs to be looked into because we've allowed this man to become the voice of our movement, which I thought was crazy. And it was Yandy. I'm going to put that out there. Yandy from Love and Hip Hop New York who told me to stop reporting on Sean King because of the good things that he was doing. And I said, no. His family member came out, made some allegations that we should look into. And then Sean King blocked us at Hollywood Unlocked. That, for me, was a red flag because, hey, I am here to promote the same stuff that he is, but I also have to hold him accountable. Let me tell you what Sean King has done, Damage Blue. Sean King has called, been called out by Tamir Rice's mother for stealing donation Ooh. funds. I'm going to say allegedly because these are her words and I don't want to be uh, sued. So activist Sean King now is in the news. Uh, He he bought a brand new luxurious home Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Now, according to the Daily Mail, the lavish five-bedroom, four-bathroom home that sits on Farrington Lake came with a hefty price tag of, listen, $842,000. Okay, so Tamir Rice's mother, Samiria, who I've never met, Damage Blue, I've never met her. She's called him out and she said, quote, he's a clout chaser after he raised $60,000 in honor of her son. Now, you know, she's gone after him saying that she didn't receive any of the money until a court intervened on her behalf. And she also didn't permit him to raise money on her son's behalf. Now, these are the photos of what she said. Sean King owes Tamir Rice money from unauthorized fundraising. And that's the truth. She also said, and others that use my son's name and I'm building a foundation. Tamir Rice needs his money. She also said, the work I'm doing in the community with investing so our children can have a safe place, they know who they are. Guys, this is not, uh, this is not good for Sean. What do you guys think?
1: Ooh. I'm not surprised. I'm going to be honest. Um, Tamir Rice's mother is notoriously protective of her son's legacy, as she should be. And I've personally seen where she sent people cease and desist about how they're using her son's name, what kind of money is happening. So if Sean King is the scammer that he is alleged to be, you would think that based on how she treats everyone else, he would know to skip her. So that was a weird moment. Also, full transparency, guys, when there was a thing between DeRay McKesson, you know, Blue Vest, and Sean Mm -hmm. King, I was assigned to do a really, really, really... A deep dive into Sean King's past. I read a lot of receipts that I won't get into because we'll be here all day. And based on what I read for those two days of working on that story, Sean has a lot of questions to answer that he still hasn't answered. And his wife's sentiment tends to be: well, whatever money he keeps from y'all, y'all, y'all always that for because we're helping you out. So it's not just him, it's his wife. They're working as a team. And she, in some ways, from what I've seen, seems like a mastermind in this. So it's a couple, not just one person. I'm just saying, allegedly, if they are scamming, they're scamming as a couple. It's not just him.
2: Man, I feel like this is another case of toxic positivity. I mean, it's crazy because I hate that I'm saying this right now. I never donate to those causes because of this, because I'm afraid that everybody's raising this money and the people really affected don't get the profits. Now, I don't know what's going on here, but like you said, Blue, I've did my own research and stuff I've been looking into on Sean King. And a lot of people that worked with him, worked in these organizations, people that gave him money to start things, it's never started. And he's, st- he's still creating GoFundMes. He's still raising money, using people's names to get profits. I don't know what Sean King needs to do. I don't, even, I don't know if he needs to say I'm a for-profit kind of organization kind of person. But everybody thinks when they donate to these causes that it's going to the people that are affected. And clearly, it's not. This is not the first time we heard this. It's kind of like, bro, its it's hitting the fan. Well, let me
0: say I don't. I also don't donate to these causes. You know, I have ten years' experience working for a labor union, and I saw lots of dues money come in, and at least I knew what we were doing: negotiating contracts, fighting labor disputes. You know, showing up and organizing strikes so that way healthcare workers could have better. Uh, better, uh, you know, experiences uh, serving at the bedside. But let me just tell you something. There's a bigger thing that people are missing here. Sean King is an ambulance chaser, in my opinion. I watch every time a dead person, a person is shot and killed that we're posted on Hollywood Unlocked. It's right there on Sean King's website or on his Instagram. And he's pushing people to sign up for these petitions. When you sign up for petitions, you are giving away your email addresses and sometimes your phone numbers. That data... Is power that data is money? He owns an online magazine or online news company that he makes uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not in the millions, in that we don't know where that money is going. And I believe that is why I am in a for profit situation. If I was back in the doing what I was doing in the day, fighting for social justice or you know, organizing my community around Black Lives Matter. That money would be raised solely for the purpose of going back into my communities, creating programs, Mm -hmm. creating uh, uh, situations to defend these parents. Some of these parents who lose their kids may not have therapy, provide therapy for them, provide support for their little siblings. You know, why don't you do things to relocate a family who was shot and, you know, somebody was shot and killed in their home and now everybody knows where they live because now they may be in danger. What are you doing with the money, Sean? Why are you blocking black media who are asking questions? Why is your family saying your birth certificate says that you're a white man out here acting like a black man? Why is it that you believe that you are beyond reproach? Why do you believe we don't have the right to ask questions? And why are you profiting from what this mother is saying off of a dead black kid, a dead black kid that represents multiple black kids who are killed at the hands of white policemen? You should be ashamed of yourself. And you know what? I'm not going to shame people who are successful in philanthropy because you can become a millionaire in philanthropy. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. you have an obligation to disclose your money. You have an obligation to disclose how much money you're making as the employee of that organization. And you also absolutely should never be in a crosshairs with the mother of a dead person who you have profited from. That is embarrassing. It is disrespectful. And you know what? I'm taking back my position and my policy. Sean King needs to be canceled. He needs to be canceled mm-hmm. until he can come before this mother and right the wrong. And before he can go and do an interview. And if not with me, go do it with Charlemagne. Go do it with somebody that you trust. Or do it with somebody who you know will let you talk your shit. Because Blue Damage, I don't know. Blue, you said you did a um, a, a mm-hmm. thorough investigation. He's done some interviews explaining the birth certificate scandal. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that?
1: No, I was more looking at the money because people were trying to get paid. The piece was more focused on his lack of transparency with his funds.
0: Right. And so I have a question, basically-
1: though, about, about that, though. Did he ever directly address? Because I think, to your point, it's dangerous to be a gatekeeper for the black community when we refuse to have transparency around if you are black yourself when such big ac- accusations are coming from your own family. Your own family, bruh. Like, that's damning.
0: Yeah, no, he did talk about uh, the fact that his mother had an affair, put another man's name on his birth certificate and all that. And you know what? Sometimes that does happen. My mother gave me another man's last name. She didn't put a name of a man on my birth certificate because she was a side chick. I've talked about that in my book. But you know what? That ain't good enough. That ain't good enough for me. And you know what? It ain't even it's the audacity that you should that this the audacity with your expectation that we just accept whatever you say, how you spend the money, how whether or not you're white. what No. What you did to Rachel Dolce, which was absolutely warranted, she was the white woman who was acting like she was the black president of NAACP. Y'all drug her for filth. You talked about her curls. You talked about her mold. You talked (laughs) about all this and this woman, whatever. Now, she wasn't accused of doing anything wrong other than she was lying as a white woman saying she was black. Now, that was wrong. This right now, you... Let me just slow it down for people. This man is accused of stealing money off of a dead black boy by his mother. If y'all don't pause for a minute and start asking some questions and stir this pot a little bit, because when you start stirring this pot, baby, the scent and the aroma of whatever you cook and going to come to the top. And I feel like this woman deserves a platform. You, you can come here. To Hollywood Unlock, go talk to Charlemagne. Go talk to somebody who will give you the space to clear the air. Because right now, I think what you're doing is what I did some time ago. And that would start to ask questions. Where's all the money going, nigga? What are you doing with what? it? Hey, I can't even call you nigga anymore. You ain't one of us. Where is the money going? What are you doing? Where? I think we're what? sick.
2: Like you said, worse than stealing the money, you're raising the money. So like you said, ambulance mm-hmm. chasing a situation happens, you create a cause around it where everyone in good faith is giving. And then it's like years later, we're like, yeah, what happened to the money? And people have been speaking up. You know, like I said, this is all alleged. I don't know what's true and what's not true, but I will say that I know for a fact that she is not the first woman to be asking Where's the money? A lot of people have been asking where the money is.
1: And the emphasis is that his biggest supporters, the people who are going to be in the comments saying, Blue, why aren't you speaking up for Sean? You should love him. I think it's disgusting, and I'm going to say this on the record, that Sean King, he basically profits off of pain, but the number one group of people that he attacks are black women and when he gets in trouble the number one group that he uses as a shield to protect him is black women if you are a black woman defending sean king without doing your homework you are just collateral damage he does not care about you he does not care about you sis. wait
0: wait wait so is he a gaslighter?
1: absolutely if you go go on twitter and put in sean king it'll be countless faces of black women and the men who love them saying he is not it talcum x is not it y'all he's not it
0: not talcum oh, talcum, talcum. Yeah. Is, is that yeah, like it, talcum it. powder is mm-hmm. that like taco pa- okay i can't if you take taco Listen, part when- and
1: pour it all of Malcolm X, you get sean king
0: and you and you know i want to say this because yandy is a friend of mine i like you Yandy. you know i love you but this is why you have to stick you have to stay clear you know i wanted to have tamika mallory and sean king here on the show some time ago in the heart of one of the deaths of one of the black men i can't remember and tamika mallory was going to come on the show but we couldn't figure out Timing or something. She had a lot going on. This was when she had done that speech in the heart of uh, the Black Lives Matter, and she was like everywhere. We couldn't find the date, but Yandy had connected me with her, and I can't remember if it was Yandy or Tamika who gave me Sean King's number. Me and Sean King were texting each other, and we were talking about me getting on the phone with him because I wanted to interview him. And I think you know, anybody with me, like this is my test for when people are hiding some shit. Okay, this is my Tiger test. This is what I'm going to call it now—the Tiger test. We're going to talk about that in a minute when you're hiding shit you don't get close to me because you like "Uh -uh." Mm uh-uh because if i get close to him he gonna sniff it out (laughs) i ain't gonna get close they don't want to get close they want to be cool they want to be in the orbit because me and tyga we've talked about him coming on the show they don't want to get too close because they know i'm going to ask the questions that you joe public want to know and the problem here is that While I really thought Sean was doing a great job of informing people, which, again, from the union, I learned there are different stages of action. There's information, Mm -hmm. agitation, and then action. He does a great job of informing us. All those dead black bodies are all over his Instagram. He does a great job of sending out emails, asking you to ask more people to send their emails so he can build up his database that he's going to retarget people for other campaigns that have nothing to do with the frustration and or, 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 or angst that they're experiencing that one time they give you that one email address. Then after he informs you of the dead bodies and he agitates the shit out of you, he doesn't do anything. And that right there is when all of you black people who look at him as your Malcolm X and your Martin Luther King, because you didn't do no research and you don't care about history. You're the reason why he living up in that mansion, looking down on all you dead nigga bodies and taking from the dead nigga body mamas. And y'all made it happen. So you have to take responsibility. You watching have to take responsibility. If you have donated, Ask where your money is. If you donated and you didn't get no write-off on your taxes, you need to call the IRS. If you sent your email to him and he used it for something you didn't give it to him, you should be complaining to the FCC or whoever regulates that because you can't do that. This man is literally in our community doing the work and robbing them blind, allegedly, from what this mama said. I'm done. I don't support you. If you come on this show, you better bring a nightstick, some pepper spray, and body armor because pop out wait
1: wait 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> all we need is transparency if sean king was transparent and brought his receipts and his accountant and cleared that's this it. up this could all be over that's why i think something smells fishy is if you were transparent this would all go away go ahead damage i don't understand and,
2: and let's, and let's be real for all the supporters of of Shawn king like This is not to come at you any type of way because there's a thin line between good and evil. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Has Sean King never did anything positive? I'm sure he's done a lot of positive things. But at the end of the day, like Jason said, there's information, there's agitation, but where's the follow through? You're raising this money for these causes and the money's not getting to the destination. That's a huge problem. And for people that donate, this is why I like to be a part of the activism. If I'm going to do something, I want to be there physically because you think you're giving your money and then you don't even see where it goes. You don't even see what happens with it. And that's really, to some degree, some laziness on our part, the people that donate sometimes. You can't just send your money off somewhere and think it, it fixes a problem. You have to see it through. And right now, all the people that donate it, you're hearing it from the source. Tamir Rice's mother that she did not get the money. People should be furious, not just her. Everyone that donated should be upset. If I gave any money, I would be pissed. So...
0: Well, I'm going to go a step further. Y'all talk about protect black women. The way y'all try to drag the founder of the Black Lives Matter, Patrice, all across the cold saying that she was stealing money and doing things because as a successful black woman, she earned all that money doing things outside of her movement. The way y'all drug her for filth, you made her show her receipts. You made her apologize, not apologize, but explain herself. You made this woman, you try to destroy this woman who, in my eyes, has done the most amazing, impactful movement in my life since I've been a black man in this country. You tried to destroy that woman and y'all ain't over there demanding the same type of shit for this. White man, alleged white man. You talk about transparency, white is transparent. Let's be transparent since you're transparent, okay? I want answers. And I want y'all to tell me why Patrice had to go through what she had to go through for Black Lives Matter. We know what BLM, Black lives matter. Why? Because black lives matter. What is Sean King? Just a name. What is he doing? Just a name.
1: I want to give a quick shout out to my prototype. The reason that I am a writer and a social commentator, James Baldwin. Today is his birthday. The day that we're taping is James Baldwin's birthday.
2: James Baldwin Um, was a
1: Leo? Yes. James Baldwin, my favorite human on the planet who I have never met was a Leo. And the thing about James Baldwin that I love, and I love that we're having this conversation, James Baldwin's best friends were Malcolm, Martin, and Ed Medgar. He was the friend that kept them together when Malcolm and Martin weren't kind of feeling each other. Right. And they were his friends. They loved him. This gay black man was at the forefront of the movement, right? Bayard Rustin, Martin Luther King's right-hand man, aside from being cool with James Baldwin, was a gay black man. And so a lot of times there are gay black men and women at the forefront. And yet we drag them. And we act as if the gay rights movement and the black rights movement are separated. When Coretta, like Coretta flat out said herself that if Martin was alive, he would have been fighting for gay rights. So I just want to point out that black women and gay people have been at the forefront of the struggle. But when you try to deify this questionable black man, instead of doing your homework, because you want him to be the Messiah, look where we're at. We get no mm-hmm. grace. So I just want to point that out on Baldwin's birthday. Please recognize that all types of black people can lead the movement, not just and- like
0: him and in this moment to realize that James Baldwin and I are both Leo's because my birthday's August 16th and that I'm a gay black man and I could have been hanging out with Martin and Malcolm sipping the tequila on the side Mm -hmm. baby when I tell you I would have been right there talking about don't you let talcum X get through the red red rope all right but listen speaking of standing up for uh you know homosexual rights Black China delayed Tiger out this week on social media, baby. When I tell you, look, I, you know, the old Jason Lee would have felt some type of way because outing people and attacking children, except for, you know, who's in Atlanta, is not, it's against the rules here at Hollywood Unlocked. We do not out people. We don't attack children. Now, for years, we've heard about... You know, uh, Tyga allegedly liking transsexual women. Remember, there was that one woman that posted Tyga's penis. It's all over the Internet. Pause this right now. Go to your phone and Google it. It's pretty big and nice. But anyway, it's there. Right. So this transsexual had posted this penis picture a long time ago. And, you know, everybody had their woo-ha about it. I got into a big fight with B. Scott because B. Scott had broke the story at the time. And I felt like as black people, gay people, we should not be outing people because in our community, the coming out process is a very delicate process that a lot of people, unfortunately, mm-hmm. end their lives over. Well, Tyga hasn't ended his life, nor has his career been been ended, but he has been outed by his baby mama, friend to the show, uh, Black China. Now, Black China posted uh, some some cryptic. No, they ain't cryptic. Maybe she posted some <laughs> tweets. This is what she said: "Tyga loves trans. Me too." And then she went on to say, tell the truth, Tyga. Yikes. So right. That was know, clear. That was not perfect, Jason, at all. Well, Damage Blue, at this point, the whole world is now talking about it. Social media is on fire. We posted them on Hollywood Unlocked. But I, I have to say, after what the baby has done at Rolling Loud, I have no sympathy for these hip-hop stars being outed, whether you're being outed by your mama, baby mama, your brother, your cousin, or the homie who sucked you off for a PS5 controller. Like, I'm not having any empathy anymore although i love tyga in a non-sexual way i don't feel bad for him what do you think
2: now here's the thing right is this just a case of uh, a domestic baby mama baby daddy situation and this is going online maybe they're in a rough spot right now do we just take china's words as truth just because she tweeted it that's where i'm at with this
1: Well, you know, since we're talking about signs, China's a tourist. We don't lie. I believe her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We we will hurt you with the truth. Um, Here's the thing. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. I am a big proponent of Angela and the way that she sometimes doesn't get the credit for how strong she is. However, I do feel a way, I'm going to always feel a way about people being outed just because like to Jason's point earlier, it is such a delicate thing and there are other people involved. I also want to point out that trans people do need to be loved. And so there's nothing wrong with liking transgender women. They need to be loved too. Desirability is a thing that all human beings need touch. I'm just sad that whatever's happening between Taiga and China in real life has mm-hmm. translated on, on Twitter, but I don't disbelieve her. I, I I've never seen her lie. I don't think she's a liar. So I believe her.
0: Well, Which word on motive, the street. Though. Word word on the street. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. Word on the street is that Taiga <laughs> and China used to go to these sex parties and hook up with trans women that is what i heard now i don't know that to be true my opinion is if she's saying that you love trans and so do i based on what i've heard in the past what the streets have said that sounds to be true i also understand mm. from word on the street is that tyga was gonna put um the trans girl nikita dragon in his OnlyFans. i don't know in what capacity or what she was going to be doing but i understand that she was going to be in his OnlyFans. now here's the oh. deal tyga tyga if you love trans girls, bravo. Nobody cares. Where people are going to care is when your baby mama has to tell us before you. People are going to care when the trans girls have to out you after you just talk about suck this dick so I want some pussy. That's when they care. Now to the baby. Oh god. What you got to say to Tiger? Is that is that what you got to say to Tiger and all the other rappers who are sucking dick out in the parking lot? What now do you want to say? Because see the deal? The problem that I have is y'all so quick to talk about the gays. But then when y'all gays, y'all, y'all gays, y'all gays, y'all gays, get caught. It's the trans girl's fault. It's the crazy baby mama. It's the it's you. So we let you get away with it's having you. sex. No, because we let you get away with having sex with a, a young Kylie Jenner who was a minor. Nobody went to prison. There was no marriage, so there was no consent from Kris Jenner that signed off and said, You can marry my daughter, therefore now she's yours. We just let that go by. I ain't even drug you here at Hollywood Unlocked because I kind of like you, even though you kind of shaded me in Miami at uh, Post Malone's uh, manager's birthday party. But it's whatever. I don't care. You probably didn't want to get seen with me because I'm gay. But here we are. (laughs) All I'm saying is be you, whatever that is. And you got some explaining to do because China. Then woke it up from here to Japan.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Now, if he, now, I'm just gonna ask a question. Now, if he was to be him, is he supposed to put out an announcement saying that he loves trans women? Is that something yes. he's supposed yes. to do? Yes, yes. and you Malik know Yoba what?
1: Malik Yoba did that. Malik Yoba was in the same position. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 she did not do that. She did not do that. Miss no, no, Malik No, no, did not, Malik. no. no. Miss Malik did not do that. Let me tell you what Miss Malik did. I'm talking about Miss Malik Yoba.
1: Oh, you call Mal- Malik is the miss? I was so confused. Anyway,
0: catch it, girl. Catch it like they catching it. This I is what it. happened. I it. So did they. Miss Malik said she was trans attracted. Yes. Oh, yeah. I
2: remember this. Yes. That
0: wasn't, that wasn't, and, and she went on the breakfast club because she knew that they, them, they, and them, mm-hmm. they were going to let her get away with it. You can't sit here.
1: But Jason, like, my friend was oh, involved no, in no, that. No, no no, 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 hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on, okay. I'm going to get you, we're going we to get the backstory, and like him, we're going to okay. get the back door. <laughs> trans attractive, <laughs> I can smell out the trans attractive, what is it, I'd have never heard of trans attractive until that day. People in the streets were talking about Malik Yoba loving trans women for years. Uh, And so the fact that you went on The Breakfast Club to talk to these heterosexual people in what you thought would be a safe environment, when Malik knew he was invited to the show by other people to come here, and he passed it up. Why? Because he knew he would have to come here and explain the trans attraction. These men, blue and damaged, they don't own loving trans women or gay boys, gay men, whatever they are trans attracted and 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 uh evading responsibility or or the obligation to clarify because of the fear of what's going to happen to him
1: so if you go back and watch and J- Jason you're right but if you go back and watch the clip Malik Yoba knew that he was not equipped to have that conversation on his own so we have to give credit we always give credit to damage when damage is like okay I'm the straight guy explain it to me slow right Malik was honest he was like look I'm not equipped to have this conversation so he actually had my very good friend David Johns from the National Black Justice Coalition is actually on that Breakfast Club interview, sitting next to Malik the entire time, translating things properly for him in a way that does make sense. And David would be happy to come on this show if you guys want him to. But he wanted to make sure that we were not demonizing, to your point earlier, the trans women. We were talking about Malik and his attraction and the scandal that happened to him without demonizing the women who were involved. So that interview Mm -hmm. was probably done in the cleanest way that I've ever seen someone in the limelight tried to do this. He knew not to have that conversation by himself. He had experts sitting next to him, making sure that he was on the right side of, of history. I commend him well, for that at least.
0: I saw the interview. Shout out to David Johns. He's more than welcome to come on the show. I thought the interview was watered down. I thought that yeah. it, was, uh, uh, it was too padded uh, for safety. It gave him too much. Like, I think there definitely, because there was a trans girl in that room... I think or it was she was black. No, not not the the black girl.
1: Oh yeah, she, I know her, yeah.
0: She mm-hmm. was on her shit. She even she was, was calling him out on his shit. His t- face. That's who I want on this show cuz even with Tiger who we're talking about today, you know, here's the questions. I understand that you find them trans attractive. Have you ever had sex with a trans woman? Now, what the rumor on the street was, and I don't know this to be true, and in my opinion, I don't even know what the truth is anymore, is that the other woman that was sitting at the table at that interview, uh, the white woman, I can't remember her name, that trans woman and him were an item at some point. I don't know it to be true, but I'm just saying, right? Yeah, the, they were the honesty that people want from the people that they invest in. These celebrities become packaged brands. We invest your new, your NYPD blue, your taiga taste, taste, taste. We want to know what you're tasting. Ooh. We want to know. We want to know. Sell us on what you are for real, and that's all people are asking for. And I think in that interview at the breakfast club where they all fell short, and you know. Charlemagne and 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 Envy and Angela—they probably it was a, probably a sensitive conversation for them too because they're not in our community. But I am, yeah. you are, and that's where I think we could have asked some some different questions. But anyway, whatever. All the bottom line is for all of you that are out there, whether you're laying with a trans woman or a trans man or a man or or female or whatever you are, straight, gay, non-binary, this, them, they, just be you and live in your truth. Because the reason why Lil Nas X is more famous than all of you right now. Is because the world who wants to change but is afraid to is getting behind him. Y'all better follow the wave. Taste, taste.
1: I agree. Taste, taste, Not yeah.
2: taste. I, I don't see what would be. I mean, if that's his truth, I don't see what damaging things would happen to his brand. I feel like if anything, it would elevate his brand. But I don't know. Look, what people what people do in their bedroom is really none of my damn business. So, <laughs> <Well, laughs> well,
0: damage, damage. It's mine, but because their business is my business. <laughs> Okay, Literally, listen, listen, another person whose business is our business is Simone Biles, who we all love. She's over there in Tokyo fighting for America. Well, you remember she had dropped out because she had some issues related to wanting to take a break for mental health reasons. Well, now she's returning to the Olympics, or it was announced that she's returning to the Olympics uh, for the balance beam final. So earlier this week, she competed. And uh, the good news was confirmed earlier this week. And then, you know, now people are talking about it. And You know, there was this whole conversation online of whether or not her, Naomi Osaka and other athletes who are black folks were out there fighting for America should have even gone or been considered if they needed to take these breaks. And I'm saying how amazing is it that people who are at the top of their game decided to take a step Mm -hmm. back in order to make mental health, which is a taboo subject in our community, such a prominent conversation.
2: I'm here for it. I, I seen a meme where it says, if mental health can be used an excuse for mass shootings, why can't uh, a, a world-class athlete use it just to take a break, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. She's Cause taking a break. Because it's white
0: people, cause, cause it's white people doing com- the mass shootings.
2: Mm, That's she's the been answer. competing her whole life. This is the first time she's taking a mental break at the Olympics, and now it's a problem? I'm confused. And this person, we talking about a killer. We're not talking about somebody that goes out there and half-asses it. We're talking about somebody that goes out there and changed the game, doing things they've never seen done before. I think she deserves a mental break. Shit, I deserve a mental break, and I don't do one cartwheel. So uh, hey, I'm man, glad, she did, I'm I'm glad she did that. I'm glad she did that. No, I agree with you,
0: Damage. Look, I'm sitting here next to uh, Kelvin, who produces the show. One day I called Kelvin, and we got into it on the phone. I can't remember what it was. This motherfucker told me he needed to pray about it and talk to Jesus. <laughs> now That's that, right. that that could have been his plea for a mental health break, you know, it was he sounded. He sounded <laughs> like he needed a mental health break, but you know, I don't even know our rules over here, Hollywood. Like I was like, you ain't got to pray to Jesus. Jesus is on the main line right now. What is the problem? You know, no. look, he came back to work the next day. Whatever, we're a different type of environment. But I do believe, except for everybody at Hollywood Unlocked, if you need a mental health break, take your days. Take your break. But I love the fact that not only has she been competing her whole life, the girl has been at the top of her game also. Like, she's not, you know what I mean? She's like at the top. Naomi Osaka is at the top of the game. Let's be very clear, though. They're both at the top of white people's sports. And white people.
1: Yeah.
0: Tennis, even though Serena and Venus have been at the top. They've been treated. Look at how they was treating Serena on the court. That man, the way he was talking down to her and the way she had to check his ass because she said you're not doing it for the white men. There is racism embedded in these white people's sports. The Olympics, even though it's black people out there making it hot like we do everything. This is white people's sports. Wheaties. You know, this ain't Cocoa Puffs. This is Wheaties i okay. saying
1: Cocoa Puffs. Okay, hold on, Jason. <laughs> before, this, before we go into <laughs> Rice Krispie Treats.
2: I, Dude, I eat Cocoa Puffs. I, was, <laughs> I don't eat weedies.
1: <laughs> the thing that I was thinking about is everyone keeps saying... I just want to have like a quick fact check and let, let Simone's flex for a second through me. Everyone keeps saying she's at the top of her game. She's not at the top of her game. She actually surpassed the game mm. several months ago. On a scale of 1 to 10, Simone Biles was... Performing at a 15 to the point where they literally have to score her differently from everybody else because she's competing against herself now. When you have Blue, literally Blue, surpassed Blue. the game.
0: Blue, you're missing the point. They no, I'm, want, a, b- b- no, 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 they want to put her in the black box. She surpassed her game. Not They would right. never admit that we took over their game. Are you crazy? Are you dumb? We took over their game, the overall game. No, no, no honey. You took over your game. you still in your box. People need to start paying attention. I'm telling you, I'm in rooms where even as big as I believe I am, and people can make me believe I am, they still put me in that box. We are different. We are held to different standards. Blue damage. Y'all notice. These people, and I'm not even, when people look at me, they don't look at me the same way they may look at a damage or a you or a Simone Biles. Let's keep, let's keep it clear. I've had some privilege, right? But in my heart I I look at my sister Dolores who's a dark skin she darker than both of you doctor I look at my 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 aunts and uncles my grandmother Mabel Tanner who came from Mississippi with all her children she had 15 Maybelle. children I have family who my family is my family ain't black my family is niggas Oh you understand so I know mm-hmm. what it feels like to be in an environment with my people who are treated My uncle got shot wrongfully by the police. I understand it. So look at this girl. She can't even have this conversation because she's trapped in that box. If she was to go online, go ahead.
1: I'm just saying she had to come back. What I was trying to say is she surpassed the game. She could have literally packed her bags, went home and retired forever and still been the goat. The reason why she had to come back is America tends to get gold. And the week that she went away, they started doing silver. And she said, and she was on the, on the sidelines clapping and cheering them on. It was almost like Batman got a bat signal. She was like, oh, they need me. So how mm-hmm. crazy is it that this black woman who's been wronged, who's literally passed the game, went back for her team? That is the epitome of good sportsmanship. So anybody who calls her a bad sportsman for leaving the first place got her fucked up.
0: But is That's it? want she, she went it, back is, to is help it, them. No, 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 no. I don't agree with that. I don't think it was bad sportsmanship. I think it was the I don't same think it was as, at all. I th- let me let me say this. I think it was the same as when a woman is beaten by her man and shamed into going back and having sex with him because it's your job to be there for your man. She didn't have to, when she left for her, America beat her up for abandoning America and then guilt mm-hmm. went right back. In spite of her own mental health needs. That's a shame. That's my opinion, but that's a shame. It's the same as when a woman says, I gotta go back for my man, I gotta go back for my kids. No, they beat you up. You mentally weren't ready. You walked away. Stay away until you're ready if you ever want to come back. It's your choice. And I feel like again, people put a lot of pressure on these athletes, but specifically black athletes. Um, you know, and again, damage, you watch sports way more than I do. I I don't, you know, I know that. There's a there's a, a field goal at the NBA games. That's all I Wait, know what? about sports. Right. That's my point. But damage you see firsthand how athletes are treated. Even like a LeBron, who's held to like this godlike standard where he has to mm-hmm. always perform at perfection. And Giannis, look at this guy who just won the um, NBA championship. He's one of the nicest guys. They they even talk crazy about him.
2: They do. They treat you like a workhorse. They like no girl. You can't get tired. You're supposed to get out there and yeah yeah like oh no yeah exactly now now America's all about team usa we're we're the country we're united since when because the Olympics is on TV now I'm definitely. I, if, I, if I was Simone Biles and all them I would have never came back fuck y'all.
0: For I'm real. definitely I'm
2: definitely gonna make
0: the damaged horse sound a sound that was a lot. at the show <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Listen, I was minding my business while my team was managing other people's business, and it was Twitter that was going crazy about shade that was apparently thrown at Shikari Richardson by Nicki Minaj. Now, before I say this, I I wasn't even on Twitter that day, don't know anything about Twitter, but Shikari had posted a tweet saying, quote, Are you missing me yet? to her Twitter. Uh, after the U.S. team fell short of winning a gold medal in women's track. Well, Nicki Minaj posted a tweet right after that, congratulating the Jamaican track team. And this is what she said. Queen tings, you bitches can't relate, and that's okay. Now, Barb's were going crazy saying, uh, Nicki's been supporting the Jamaican team, or Jamaica. That's Nicki supporting Jamaica. A lot of people were saying the timing was off. There were other tweets that that Shikari had posted about Nikki in the past. She said, LOL, is it just me? But Nicki Minaj in barbershop was kind of annoying. Yeah, so people are making the connection and saying that that was why Nikki was shading her. I
2: don't know, what do you think? Uh, I don't want to see this, man. I, I'm, just, I'm gonna have a corny kumbaya moment. I, I don't want to see two of the most powerful women and Shikari Richardson, she, she's powerful. What she's done has been ge- groundbreaking. Salute to her. Salute to Nikki. I don't want to see them go at each other. That's what we, It's not what we need right now, honestly. Now, if Nikki is supporting, you know, the Jamaican track team, that she can do that. But we don't have to shade each other. To me, I don't like it. I'm sorry for the kumbaya moment. I feel like we need, right now in 2021, we all need to stick together. I'm not for it. My bad. Sorry, y'all.
1: No, I don't Every even podcast. think it's kumbaya. I think it's a reach. I actually don't think Nikki was shading her at all. I think it was just really bad timing of two tweets that happened to go out around the same time. If you actually look at how Nikki's been talking since she's come out of her maternity leave and loving up on her on her baby, she's actually been sending random loving messages to women across the board for months now. So this is, would be very atypical and nothing like how she showed up. One thing that really makes me sad sometimes is sometimes you get nasty feedback from people that you don't about things about you that they don't like. And you're defensive at first, but then you disappear for a little bit and you take it on and you make adjustments. i personally was a huge Nicki Minaj critic back in the day, but the person that I've seen come back has clearly evolved. And I think we're still thinking about Nicki from the past. I think she's evolved and I don't think that the current Nicki would ever shade Shikari. So I don't believe it's actually true. I think it's just a coincidence.
0: Well, I wanted to think that, too, but unfortunately, there's a lot of information out there that I'm gathering that I have yet to put out yet, and it's oh, coming. Oh, no, I was trying. The one, thing I, the, one thing I, the one thing I will say is that Nikki is very strategic in how she does things, right? Like, I wanted to call Nikki last week and try to piece it up. I was going to get her number and all that. But then I started hearing rumblings of different things, people she's allegedly bullying, um, things that she's liking on on. Instagram. Recently, she did a song with Bia, who I love. I love. I was just on a flight where I was sitting next to Bia, who's a talented rapper. She has a new song uh, out called A Whole Lot of Money. Nikki's on the remix. Uh, There were all these tweets that Bia had where she was talking about how much she liked Cardi and wanted to work with Cardi or whatever. And then the minute the song dropped, all those tweets are now gone. It's not coincidence. You know, Nikki's... Nikki, I think, is perfecting, not putting her fingerprints on things because she doesn't want to be perceived for who she really is. But I think that you know, there's there's just very very interesting things happening uh, in the world of Nicki Minaj, and look, I want her to be the queen that she deserves to be, but until she grows up and grows past this petty bullshit or the perception of petty bullshit, she's going to continue to be drug. Now all the barbs are going to go crazy, and they're going to say, "Look at Jason's attacking." Uh, Nikki Minaj again. No, I'm only saying my opinion. I'm looking at what I'm saying, seeing, and I'm hearing things in the streets. Uh, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how things work out. All right, so look, we'll let that go. But look, in more serious news, uh, you know, I'm not a big TikToker, and I know TikTok is a big thing, but recently here in Los Angeles County, in our area down here, we had. A major shooting happened within a movie theater. So a TikTok star, Anthony Barajas, has just recently passed away. And before that, the girl he was with, she was 18 years old. He was 19 years old. She passed away from gunshot wounds. Now, these two were in a movie theater uh, watching a movie. And while they were there, a shooting took place. And people, I guess, didn't know that they had been shot until they were cleaning up the theater. And the people cleaned the theater found the girl dead, and found him severely injured. Now, he was critically injured and then went to a hospital where he was on uh, life support, and recently he was taken off. They were watching this movie, The Forever Purge, uh, at this theater, and then a guy named Joseph Jimenez, 20 years old, uh, opened fire in the crowd, uh, hitting both of them.
2: Crazy times. This is why I'm not going out. I'm just really, I'm just taking it back that they didn't even discover the bodies until they just started cleaning up. Uh, this this is crazy. I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Blue. I can't even... I I didn't know this happened.
1: No, what I was going to say is I've always loved the movies, but my biggest fear since COVID happened was when I could go back. So for me, um, it's like seeing your worst fear play out in the news. The day that they came out, I was literally on the phone with a friend and the report came across the thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that is disgusting. And then as you started hearing details about the fact that they were found... And you realized who it was. And you know how there's all these young, impressionable kids on TikTok who were attached to one of the kids who passed away. Suddenly, it just kept on snowballing and became more and more horrifying. And so for me, I'm just curious about what is this new world that we're entering in post-COVID? You know what I mean? Like, gun violence is now a topic that kids are talking about more because it's impacting them differently. I remember when I was younger and Aaliyah died, it made me suddenly look at death differently because it was somebody in in my age bracket. Now these kids who have been making these fun videos are getting this sobering reality check. And now suddenly they're being emboldened to want to talk about gun violence. And so I'm hoping something good can come from this tragedy and that those fans of his who are mourning him can get more civically engaged. But my heart goes out to the family because that's just a disgusting and, and tragic and completely blindsiding way to lose somebody.
2: And it's scary these days. Like, you don't even know where you can go that's considered safe. Like, is the grocery store safe? The movie theater is not safe. Where can you go and feel safe with your family? Like, I mean, I wouldn't take my son to the forever purge, but I could have took my girlfriend. I could have took my mom to the movies. Like, where can you go now in this world and feel safe? And I feel like that's where it's getting scary. Um, Man, my heart goes out to the families of the lost ones. Man, this is, that's tragic. Well, we do live in a world now where, you know,
0: usually when I travel overseas, I'm, you know, security's on my mind. I got to think of where I'm moving, how I'm moving, because in some, you know, countries that are poor, you know, they, they, you'll get robbed. Things can happen. We see things happen all the time. But, but, but when I think about, you know, to the, your question, Blue, about like, what world do we live in post COVID? That is a real thing. Even going to the grocery store, I told you the story here where somebody was almost trying to fight me at the airport, people's tension it's just so high people are so angry and so tense and it is a scary place i really feel like even once everything is you know back to whatever perceived normal is whatever that is there still needs to be at least a year of people like being able to deescalate and like calm down mm-hmm. and regroup because i feel like there's a lot of ptsd you know i think about when we went in covid blue i remember when you were like you weren't coming out the house you weren't going nowhere you I was know there. um you know what I mean, and then now it's like go out. Oh wait, wait, come back in. You know, I just feel like mentally people are not processing it enough. But I mean, like Damage said, a heart goes out to the families of these young people and all their fans too. You know, to see a star that you love, I, I too remember Leah, You know, and that being so sudden, it is a emotional jerk that tears at the fabric of your of your psyche when you just mm-hmm. your favorite TikToker is not going to be there anymore. You know, and so. Uh, shout out to them. I know that a GoFundMe account was uh, 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 launched in support of all his medical expenses and now funeral expenses. So again, we hope that you know everything uh you know gets better for the family this summer get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of your destination with Babbel, the number one selling language learning app from ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world Babbel is a can't miss travel essential This summer, I plan on hitting every island since I didn't get the chance to travel last year. I'm choosing to learn Spanish and Greek for my trips to the Dominican Republic and my birthday party in Greece. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code UNLOCKED. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code UNLOCKED, for an extra three months free. Another person I hope things get better for is Alfonso Ribeiro. You may remember he played Carlton Banks on um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Well, he's calling out the black community because he's saying all of y'all turned your back on him for choosing to have a white woman. Now, I didn't know, I didn't think that Carlton Banks was going to marry a black woman. Did you? Nobody. I didn't even know he was
2: married. But are you surprised?
1: No, of course not. But
2: Is he saying this because of the lack of what roles after he played in the Fresh Prince? What, What is he saying?
0: Well, he opened up in an interview recently about his career, not feeling supported by black people, despite the show being a major hit for the culture. Now, he says he doesn't feel loved by black people because of his interracial relationship and that he's trying to get through people judging him throughout his career. Now, I'll tell you. When you put on the dockers, the khaki pants, the sweaters, and you was doing the whole Carlton Banks dance and all that, you became an iconic figure for what that represents in our culture. And then we didn't see you at the Black Lives Matter marches, and we didn't see you on Family Feud or on B.E.T. After Dark. We didn't where was you at? You wasn't on 106 in Park. You didn't pull up here. You ain't have you been on the Breakfast Club? What what are you doing to Come and show us that you even acknowledge that we're here. Y'all sitting up in Beverly Park, you know, eating red vines and smoking cigarettes. I don't know what you guys are doing, uh, Carlton.
2: Now, now, and I could be wrong. So y'all help me out here. The Fresh Prince was produced or executive produced by Will Smith, right?
1: And Will isn't Smith, he, he black?
2: And Quincy Jones, but black Quincy somebody. Jones, Quincy yeah. Jones, Will Smith was there, as some kind of producer, but black people, right? Yep. Since yeah. then. What is he talking about? Because his career was started by black people. We love, I still watch the show to this day. I'm a black person. I love his character. Is he mad he didn't get other roles? Is that really the fault of black people? Or the people that run the television industry and the movie industry, I don't think they're necessarily black. So who is he really mad at? Well, when, when He stays point, employed.
1: He stays when employed. Think of,
2: when you think of
0: Karen Parsons, who played Hillary, you know, if you see her come out in a BBC video, you know what I mean, with Big Mandingo. You're gonna be like, wait a minute, that was Hillary Banks. That it's gonna throw you, right? Hit Karen has decided to stay off the radar. We don't see Hillary. Carlton, you did dancing with the stars. White people, we don't see you with us. At least go to Kane's chicken and take a picture in the drive-thru and show us that you even eat chicken. Like, do you like watermelon? What in our community that's stereotypical that white people do to normalize being around black people? What 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 do you do? Like, I don't know.
2: I just okay. don't know what kind of support he's looking for. Like, did he want to be in Medea's <laughs> movies? Like, I'm confused. What support is he not getting? You I don't know get so it.
1: Funny, so funny about this is that I actually am an Alfonso Ribeiro fan. I remember Me too. him. Free, I remember him before Fresh Prince when he was in the like the Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson as a kid, and he was getting the like. So I. Remember him for a long time. This is the thing that I think is actually happening I think he's projecting an insecurity and blaming the yeah. community for it because let's keep it a buck There are different archetypes within the black community. He clearly was playing the or archetype, right? The 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 slightly whitish preppy black guy. He literally made millions and started his whole career on the back of that portrayal. Then he went on to do Dancing with the Stars, America's Funniest Videos, every PG-13, yeah, Bob, back to you, thing that he could do, he got booked for. So he's getting steadily booked, playing this stereotype, and to Jason's point, is doing nothing to change that. So he typecast himself and is now retroactively blaming us after the check's cleared. Alfonso, I think you're projecting an insecurity. Nobody cares Alfonso, about- I, like,
0: Alfonso, cares. I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna help you out. I want to interview you at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, okay? And Ooh. you know what? I'm going to take the hit. I'm going to take the hit because not all black people like chicken. I can barely process chicken at this point. But I just threw that out there because I want to see if you would actually be dumb enough to go and eat chicken on your Instagram. Because at that point, it's going to be great content for Hollywood Unlocked. But I will say, you know, Carlton. I mean, um, what's his name? Alfonso. 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 Like, nobody's thinking about you like that, bro. But look, we loved you in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You are iconic for playing the white black boy. And that is who you are. And until you start doing more things with us, like, we love you over here. Come over here, man. I will dress up like you for that episode. Like, for real. Matter of fact, damage, you dress up like Will. Uh, uh, you be Hillary. No, this is what you could do, Blue play both moms.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> That would be a makeup feat. I'd have to get... Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. We'd have to pause I, I, and, I, I, I'll no. play
1: on Viv. I'll play okay. on Viv.
0: Well, listen, listen. Let me tell you who ain't playing. There's this rapper. Now, I don't know who he is. And please, sir, I know you're in the streets because I saw you making all kinds of threats. Please just know I'm doing my job. His name is 42Doug. He's lashing out mm-hmm. at fans who threatened to call CPS over this video. Now, he was seen showing fatherly love in a video that has made people go crazy. We actually got a call from the label that asked us to delete it. And we did delete the video because it made, you know, it had a kid involved. And anytime there's a kid involved, I'm very sensitive to people's children. So I was like, okay, I'll delete it. But then he started talking about it more. So I have to talk about it. 42 Doug is angry because he posted this video. He since then has deleted. Now this was a birthday post dedicated to his son. And when he did this, people went crazy. Take a look. Ah. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah, so um, he's upset that people are talking about it. And now here we are talking about it.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, it looks weird. Let's be honest. It, it looks weird. He It was a little, little slithery tongue thing. Something looked like you're doing your lady. It did look weird. But at the end of the day, um, I don't think people should be, you know, saying they're going to report him. And, you know, any talks like that as a father that's active of you trying to remove uh a child from them from their care hurt their relationship in any way i think it's nasty you don't have to like the affection that he gave his son but clearly i think his son is safe i don't like all that rhetoric i didn't like all the comments but i did personally look at it was like "Eh, that's a little different i probably wouldn't do that but at the same time there's people that don't lift up their kids uh shirts and blow on their belly some people think that's weird everybody has their little thing they do with their children as long as their children are safe i think it's cool i do definitely think it's whack though a lot of people on social media talking about they're going to report him and he needs to not have his kid. That's when it's just going too far, y'all. Like I get it. You can have your opinions. You can laugh. You can think something's nasty, but don't talk like that. I don't. I think that was really in poor taste for people on social media to do that.
1: Yeah, there was a video. I can't remember who it was, um, but I have a friend who his dad, and when he was a kid, would kiss him on the mouth. And there was a video mm-hmm. of, a, of a guy kissing his son on the mouth. And I remember the first time I saw that, it took me aback for a second, like, wait, what happened? And then we had a conversation. I asked him about it. I was like, well, you, your dad did what? And he explained to me, he was like, my dad's really affectionate. And my white friend's dads did that and nobody had a thing. He was like, I think sometimes we're just as a society not used to seeing black men show tenderness to each other and to their children, that what could be an innocent moment is so weird to us and so jarring to us that we assume something bad must be happening. And so a part of me kind of feels like, I don't think everybody who made those comments was malicious. I think some folks are literally just not used to seeing that form of tenderness with a father and a son, particularly with black men in particular, and they took it too far. And if they really cared about that child, I don't think reporting him in that way would have made sense. I would have looked him up to see, what's his history with his kids? You know what I mean? But no, I, I think this was probably innocent. It did look weird to my sensibilities, but to your point, everybody has different affection levels with people. I wouldn't kiss my dad on the mouth. But I would do a raspberry on, on my baby cousin's neck say in the same spot. You know what I mean? Where's that line? I think we're all so different. You have to be careful when you make those kind of accusations, especially today. I mean,
0: but y'all drug baby and Lil Wayne for kissing on the mouth. And uh, maybe because they were older, but it still was the affection he was showing. You know, his son at the time. I don't think Little Wayne is gay at all. I don't see Little Wayne as being a part of this community, and he's he's one of the best rappers to ever live. I love his daughter Regine. She had to watch people drag her dad and say that he was gay. So, I mean, I agree with Damage. Like, you know, show affection to your kid. I'm just glad he's in his kid's life. But I will exactly. say when I when I, but I will say when I saw the video, it made me uncomfortable. Nah, it didn't make me uncomfortable mm-hmm. to the point to where I called CPS. But it made me uncomfortable. I was like, uh, I, I, well, I wouldn't want my dad to do that to me, and I wouldn't do it to my kid if I had a kid. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, the kid was kind of brushing it off, too. Like, he, it was clearly in a joking moment, and we only got a piece of what's happening. We don't really know what the, the play was. I mean, did it look weird? Yeah, it looked weird. But for people saying they're trying to get his kid taken away, like, come yeah. on, y'all. There's so many things happening in the world that you can stand up for. That's what you're doing with your spare time? That's lame. Well, the rapper saw what everybody had to say online and he went to his Instagram and this is what he
0: posted. It was a lot. I ain't reading all that. Screenshot and read it later. He, he did send an apology on his Instagram story. This is what he said. It, it, it never be my intentions to offend anybody, even when I'm offended. So for that, I'm sorry. Usually I'm a private person when it comes to personal shit, such as my son or my family in general. He continued. People always tell me I need to take more pictures or you know, you know. Let me see my let my fans see something about me other than my music. Yesterday, I caught myself doing that. My son's birthday was this weekend, so I decided I would let y'all see how much fun we had. You know, the pictures, videos I posted. My son wasn't uh, put out for feedback. That was just us being us. So for y'all to take that and make it what y'all did, just reminded me of why I keep my family private. You know, he's also saying that he's not going to post his kid anymore. He shouldn't.
1: He shouldn't post his kid because he lacks discernment. Like I, I, I don't, th- I don't think people were off for finding it weird. I think if you, if you never post, and that's the first thing you post, that's a horrible first post. That is the world's worst first post. And so, yeah, stay off the internet because you don't know what's cute for the internet.
2: Mm, that's Girl. that's great advice. <laughs> he, he, look, your thug dude from from Detroit. He in there trying to do something different, and it went left. But at the same time, people saying they're gonna report him and all that. They took it too far. They took it too too far.
0: Well, I will say one thing, 42 Doug, your tongue game is fire. Listen, shout out to Beyonce. Listen, the queen, uh, Beyonce's formation song uh, has topped the Rolling Stones for the 100 greatest music videos list, period. And so they now have been dropped. The Rolling Stones have been dropped to make room for Queen B. So we wanted to give a shout out to her and shout out to the Beehive because y'all be holding y'all queen, my queen, our queen down. Uh, Y'all know uh, Queen Beyonce, I was thinking the other day, what does Beyonce do all day? We never see her at the grocery store. She's only in Target when they're paying her to get photos of her pushing it. Beyonce ain't pushing no cart in Target. I want to know what does Beyonce do all day besides make money and get to the top of everything.
2: Drinking liquid gold. I think they said something like that in the rap. I'm still trying to Google what that is. (laughs) Kids liquid gold. What is that?
1: <laughs> she's a very good homegirl. I have a friend who's close to her, so I'm not allowed to talk about too much. But she, from the stories I've heard, she's a very good friend. She spends a lot of time with friends and family. They go on vacations a lot. She sends funny memes to people via DM. Beyonce's a regular person, from what I've heard. I haven't been privileged enough to make it to the pearly gates, but the folks that I know in her camp say that she's fun. She's actually really fun behind the scenes, and she's watching everything. She's watching. I I have heard that.
0: I have heard that because when I was on Love and Hip Hop, uh, somebody pulled me aside to say, You know who be watching you? Who who be watching you, right? And I'm like, Who? And she's like, I can't tell you because you'll put it out. I'm like, I ain't gonna put it out. Well, I guess I'm putting it out, huh? You're putting it (laughs) out. Well, you don't have to say that. (laughs) She said, I won't say who, but she said Beyonce watches Love and Hip Hop. You know, the crazy part the other day, we were having a barbecue here at the house, and I said, I can't wait until. No, no. We were having a barbecue and somebody said, oh, wait till you become friends with Beyonce. I go, that'll never happen. It will never happen because Beyonce knows I am not safe. It is not safe around me. It is, not, it is just not safe. But uh, shout out to her. Shout out to the whole Beehive. Formation was an amazing song and I love what it did, the, the, the culture that she brought to it. Again, she's doing, I think, more now than a lot of artists are and using her platform to really push uh, our, our collective agenda and I think she's uh she's reaping all the benefits from it. So shout out to her and shout out to us for having another dope show. But I'm tired. <laughs>
1: I am too. Jason, before we go, I wanna well, say
0: Girl, what? What what do we do? No, I'm no, able, give you your no, flowers. no, no. No, no, don't give me my flowers. When I end the show, let us go. We are over time. I'm tired. These, the lights I are up, i was hot. trying to What okay, you wanna give me flowers? Okay, cool. Before we go, go ahead.
1: I'm gonna give you a single rose now, Jason. What I was <laughs> saying is <laughs> When we were at your house, you spent four hours holding court, telling stories that were so funny. It reminded me of Charlie Murphy on the Dave Chappelle show, talking about Prince and the pancakes. You literally tell stories like Charlie Murphy. My friend, who's actually a comedian, he was with me, and he's like, I don't remember the last time I laughed that hard. So that's why I'm dressed like Prince today, as an homage to you and your Charlie Murphy (laughs) stories.
0: Well, listen, those stories are never getting out. And if they ever do, I'm blaming you for it. But no, we had a good time. I'm glad you guys came over. We got to do that again more often. Please. Please. All right, now I'm going. I'm out. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make
2: you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do. To make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on.
1: And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back.
0: And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.